Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 118. I'm um, hoping you guys are doing well. I am. I'm doing okay. Uh, besides this damn knee, I know, I know. Go see a doctor, but I'm not trying to go into no hospitals right now. I'm able to walk. Um, when I sit down, it seems to tighten up, and then when I get up, it's, I stretch it, and then when I'm standing... Uh, it seems to tighten up again, and when I sit down, it's almost like I think I need oil. Maybe I just need oil. I don't know. That's what it feels like. Like I need damn oil on my on my, uh, my joints, you know? Um, other than that, um, pretty simple Monday. Uh, trying to stay away from the news. Um, finishing up the books. Um... Just, just touching them up because I can't, I can't send them to print now. Well, they have to print this, but they're not going to print. But they gave me a, a little, uh, a little uh, grace period so I can go in there and kind of touch up a few things, which is cool. Listen, you can go into your book a hundred times, man. Always find shit that you can change or upgrade or fix or, or make better or you know stuff that you miss, typos and punctuations and the grammar sounds crappy or the name is inconsistent. There's always you're always going to find that. So, you know, whenever I have an opportunity to go back into the book, um, and then I do that. However, yes, it does wear on you as well. You know, you get to a point where you kind of just don't want to, you don't want to mess with the book. It's like you don't want to, you don't want to read it ever again. Like, I don't remember the last time I read Freestyle for Life um, or Freestyle. I don't, like I write them um, and then I leave them alone. I don't mess with them anymore. Uh, it's just you spend so much time with them. Now, it is cool now. If I sat down and I picked up Freestyle for Life right now, I could probably get into it. Because the book will basically be brand new. Uh, it'll be like I never read it before. Uh, that's happening right now with um, Yes, Yes, Y'all. Because I haven't approached it in a minute. Um, it was ready to go. And uh, now I'm sitting down and I'm, I'm touching it up. And I'm finding stuff that I didn't notice. Certain things are surprising me. Uh... So it's it's interesting, you know. I'm looking at the book, and the more I go through it, the more I realize what a what a great story it is. It, it really is a pretty deep story, and and the reason why I want to hurry up and, and rush through this one is so I can start the next one. I mean, I got some really incredible ideas, and and really any of you guys who have picked up any of my books, I I do recommend that you pick them all up. Whenever you see me putting out a book, I would suggest for you to grab them because I have the intentions on really uh, putting out an incredible, incredible collection of urban Latino novels. And um, once I'm dead, these things are going to be worth some money. Remember I told you that, okay? So right now there's six books. Right now there's one, two, there's three on the table. There's three that you can get. So you got Freestyle for Life, you got Freestyle, and you have um, 
freestyle promotions and the seven simple steps. Okay, that's not a novel. That one's a non uh, nonfiction. That's a how to do list, a how to do book. Teaches you how to get into promotions and stuff like that for freestyle clubs. So if you have any intentions or you ever had any interest in um, um, putting on a freestyle event in a nightclub, hey, that's the book for you. Okay, and I'm only. Uh, uh, text message away or email away to answer whatever questions I could possibly answer for you absolutely for free. So, just don't kill me though because uh, (laughs) whenever I say that I get a a bunch of messages at once. But if you're serious and I know you got the book, again, it's not about buying the book because the books are never going to uh, put me over the top. Okay, um, my goal with the books is uh, establishing myself as an as an author, and to uh, so that way when I do write, you guys take it serious. So that's the whole um, the whole purpose of that. But yeah, I have tons of stories and tons of ideas in my head on paper. Um, I do a lot of writing in my my head. Like my book is pretty much. Um, um, put together in my head before I even put down the first uh, uh, the first words, and then once I start typing, that's it. It's done. It's a done deal. I knock out books pretty quick. So once I have these, now the the, the drawback with this thing was it's three books, and that's why it take me a little bit longer. Um, my goal was a book a year, and I did I started these books about three years ago. So um, this it should have been a book a year um, since then. Actually, like five years ago. I think I started writing these books. So, but the timing was there. So, I have it worked out. It's supposed to have been a, a book a year. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I do suggest that anybody who has them, they're available on Amazon. Uh, yes, yes, show is not available yet. They're available as Kindles. Um, I don't suggest you get the Kindle. The Kindle I had to put up, um, but they're expensive right now. And I don't suggest anyone purchase the Kindle versions right now. Let me finish this and let's get the paperback up and out but um on in my contract i had to release uh the kindle version by march 27th and that i did but um i wouldn't grab it okay uh save your money uh not only that you would have to buy all three and for the price that you would buy all three books you could pretty much get all three paperbacks so um anyway uh yeah so anyway that's uh I just want to share that, uh, share that with you guys. A lot of thought right now is um, going into the the end of this pandemic. Now, I'm seeing on the news they're trying to open up the gates in certain cities. Uh, okay, I understand life life must go on, but. Um, I think they're opening up certain things because of the protesters. And not, humans don't always make the best decisions. So I would like to know 100% sure that we're good, that we're good to go, and there should be a vaccine. Um, so it's a little scary. I don't know if I was anybody, I would really, really reconsider. Now, believe me, I want to get back to work. Okay, my girls want to get back on the road. You know, this is what we do. The fans want to see some shows. So I understand. But to me, haste makes waste. You know, for us to be hasteful and say, okay, let's get out there now. Let's get out. And then all of a sudden, she hits the fan again. And now we are shut down now for another six months. We don't want to go through this. 
is not what we want to go through. So we need to make sure, we have to be sure, you know. I mean, the, the positive part of this whole thing is that this did happen 100 years ago. And at that time, there was no internet, no uh, television. Right? I don't think television was around. I don't know, was the telephone around? I think it was only the newspaper. And that was the only way. And if you didn't read the newspaper, you didn't know how to read. Then you knew nothing about... Um, the virus that had went on back then i believe it was the black was it the black plague or was it the spanish i think it was the spanish flu so if you guys you know huh, there's documentaries on it now i won't go that deep and sit down and watch a whole documentary maybe once this shit is over i might do it but right now it's too real you know so i'm not trying to um i just can't go there i'm just gonna follow the rules that they're telling us to follow um, and just and just keep going, you know. But yeah, I am anticipating the end of it. Um, I'm really, really thinking about my genre, about the freestyle music genre. I'm kind of worried. I, I kind of don't see any changes. I really don't. I don't see changes. And I'm talking about our personnel. I'm talking about our artists and our producers and our DJs and... I just think it's a it's a pretty sad situation, you know. We have such a beautiful, beautiful genre that's that we're a part of. It represents who we are as Latinos, and and yeah, it transcends into you know, white America and Black America and everybody else in the whole world and Asians and yeah, it transcends just like hip hop did. Hip hop started as an urban. Uh, uh, a black urban music and then it transcended into a culture of many different people um and i believe freestyle is the same way um but it's like with freestyle people are not putting the attention in the right places and i, I personally just think that some people don't care now as far, the, far as the artists especially the artists the artists should really be putting their head around this shit because this is their legacy. This is what their kids are going to know them for and their grandkids. And, you know, and right now, once this shit is over, it's over. Think about it. Once this generation of artists dies, think about it. Okay, let's say, let's, let's say, God forbid, in one shot, our entire we're talking about all the all the, the regulars right now. That you take any freestyle explosion concert, pull out ten of those flyers, and wipe out all the artists out on those flyers. Because those are your main artists, pretty much. Okay, wipe them out. Maybe if some of the New York ones, because they don't really get on the freestyle explosion. Wipe them out. What do we have? What do we have now? A bunch of beatless 50 euros. Um, hey, I love them. I'm not dissing them. This is not a diss. Um, but what are they going to do for the genre? People are not automa auto automatically now going to start putting them on the stages because the first batch died. They're not now out of nowhere going to take on, you know, be a part of the freestyle explosion or any of these other big events. It's just not going to happen. The big acts, the, the acts that are on the big concerts are there because the fans want to see them. These are artists that are pretty widespread throughout the country. If you look at the cover girls on Little Susie and you look at, you know, Stevie B, Shannon, Lisa Lisa. I mean, these are acts that pretty much are known from Miami to Maui. 
There's a lot of the acts, and they call them B-lists. Now, I did the, uh, the Magnificent B-lists at one time, and a lot of people got offended. Honestly, I found that shit to be stupid. I thought they had no sense. They had no idea what they were what they were doing. They did not understand anything I was saying. And at that point, I was like, okay, I'm not going to waste my my, uh, my energy because there was nothing really in it for me. Just a bunch of waste of time. And if I didn't have people that were cooperating, there was nothing I can do, you know? I realized, you know, the, the old saying, you can't teach old dogs new tricks. And we're dealing with a lot of old dogs. And, and God bless them. Keep doing your tricks. The tricks that they know now, they need to keep going and just enjoy it. Have fun, take pictures, do videos, and you know, and and a lot of them are very satisfied with what they got, and they're satisfied because they know it's not gonna get better, they're not gonna get bigger. I know it hurts, people will definitely get pissed off at me, but you gotta be real, you gotta be real. I tell my wife this. I love my wife. I will take out bodies for my wife. And I tell her, enjoy what you have. Let's make the best of it. Let's make the best of it. Let's go out there and have a great show. But be proud and be grateful that you did something that so many people weren't able, able to do. Now it's time to branch out. Not leave what you're doing. Not stop performing, not shutting down the cover girls, branching out, meaning add other things to what you can do while you're still young. And this is what I've been telling so many people. Freestyle, the market is not going to resurface with our current roster. Any of them, even my own. It's not going to resurface. It's going to stay where it's at. It's going to become historical and classic. And that's going to be their legacies. And let me tell you something. There's so many people out there that will not give any new artists a chance or give them help or an opportunity. I'm not talking about a new 50-year-old. I'm not talking about that shit. That doesn't work, man. Do it because you love to do it. And have fun with it. But if you're looking to top the charts and get a major deal or sell two million records, it's not going to happen. Sorry. Listen, nobody loves this genre more than I do. I've dedicated my life to it. I put hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in investments into it. I've put massive hours and I've done everything in my power to try to keep us at a certain level, on my point. I fought phonies. I, I, uh, I fought some of the biggest, I went head to head with some of the biggest names in the industry for the love of the genre, to try to maintain the integrity of the genre. So I feel that I have the right to speak out and, and, and tell people what it is that I see. In hopes that people will understand. And I'm, I guarantee you this. As clear as I make it, they still won't understand it. They still won't get it. They'll still be sensitive about it. They'll still feel as though I'm, I'm you know, pointing them out. Or I'm picking on them. Or 
I'm being negative about the genre or, and I'm not. Go back and listen to what I was saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Let's, we have got to be real. Now there's going to be a lot of artists that you know what they're saying. You know what? When I die, I hope this shit dies with me. They don't care. Why would any artist really care about the genre once they're gone? Why would they care? See what I'm saying? But we want them to care. We want them to realize what this represents. Yeah, it's here. Now people go online and you could Google freestyle. But you know what? If you don't Google freestyle for the next 30 years, you're not going to find it on Google anymore. It's going to disappear. It's going to be very hard to find it. That's just not how the algorithm works. So we got to do things to, to, to keep it, to not only maintain and keep it where it's at, but to help, you know, help move it forward. Hip-hop did it, man. Hip-hop did it. There's a formula. The producers don't get it. I'm sorry. And them old-ass producers that have been doing all the hits back then, you know what they're good at? Be consultants. Stop trying to produce. You don't have the ears for it anymore. Everything you touch sounds like a classic record. It's just there's no way of breaking out of it. Maybe what you need to do is find yourself a young, brand-new producer with some brand-new ears and just sit next to them and guide them. But then let their ears dictate where it should go. It's very important. The same thing with the artists. Same thing with, hey, listen, there's a lot of talented artists. A lot of talented artists in our genre. And I see a lot of them still have high hopes and they still got, they still have dreams and it's still, and that's wonderful, man. You know how I feel about that. And I hate to be the bus, the, the, the bubble buster, but I can't try to keep someone's feelings from being hurt at the cost of the entire genre. Can't do that. We gotta be real. We gotta be real. The way people are going to remember our artists and our producers today is when new ones take over. Just look at look at hip hop. Hip hop, they're always giving praise to the to the to the to the legends, to their old school legends, to the pioneers. That's what they call them. Give love to the pioneers, and you know what? The hip hop pioneers love that. They love hearing that. So where's our freestyle pioneers at? They're still trying to put out hit records. You gotta refocus that energy, man. How many more records do you need to put out? I've sat back and seen so many people put out records and I try to like be the cheerleader because they already did it. I was like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Do I tell them, oh, okay, that's a great record. Too bad it's not gonna go anywhere. Nah, instead I kept quiet, man. I kept quiet and they did it and then they went in they did it again and then you have you know artists remaking songs that they put out 10 years ago it's like come on man (laughs) 
there has to be a better way of putting your energy. You have to be able to put your energy, you know, in the right place. You know, we've been there. We've done that. Listen, if I want to put out new records, I have, I have one of the best vocalists that live in my house. You know, and we'll do it if we're going to do it just for us. If we're going to do it, and, and we've always spoke, spoke about that. We have some ideas of doing, but we'll do it. It's going to be for us, and we'll put it online, and we'll give it away for free. I'm not going to try to sell it. We'll do it because it's something that she always wanted to do. Yeah, and I know people, oh, that, that sounds negative. No, man, it's, it's realistic. I'm in this business. I'm in this business. Keep pushing your dreams. You know, sometimes I sound like I'm contradicting myself because I tell you, keep pursuing your dreams. But then you have the, the established acts who have been out there for quite a while. They need to kind of look at what, they, what they're doing and what, what's going on. You know, you know, you can expand your legacy by now getting behind other people. Every artist out there should grab a new artist. I'm not talking about, <laughs> you know, another 40 or 50-year-old. No, man, I'm talking about grabbing a kid and not thinking that you're going to put that one kid out there, you're going to get behind them, and they're going to blow up. No, man, they might not. They might not be that good. They might be cute, and you might want to root for them, but they might not be that good. A good artist is a good artist. You'll know when you have a good artist. Everybody will know when you have a good artist. You can't love someone's kid just because they're cute. You can't go buy their records just because they were cute. That's not going to help anybody's career. But there are artists out there. There are some serious talent that can really, really take this genre and, and almost set it back to like if it was 1987. I'm not talking about the sound. I'm talking about the excitement. We can recreate the excitement of 1986-87. We can recreate that with new artists, with new producers. People have to, they have to, they have to, you know, some of the producers that are out there producing, they got these great studios. They keep putting out these records. Yeah, they're making money in the studios. So they'll probably be okay because they're going to, they're going to help others fulfill their dreams and the dream really of putting out a record. But um, I don't see any hits coming out of those studios. So they might need to find other angles so they can continue to make money. Keep building your studio, man. That's great. You might have to do jingles. You guys might have to work on a TV show. Keep doing the work for hire. Listen, artists still want to go in there. 60-year-old artists still want to go in there and put out a new album. So do it, man. Go ahead. Make your money. Do your thing. But also realize that you have an incredible facility that you could probably use to really help take this genre to another level. Listen, I'm not claiming that I know all the secrets, I know all the answers, I don't. But shit, I feel like I'm the only one talking about it. And I wish other people would listen to this podcast. I'm talking about other producers, other artists, and hit me, even if it's on the DL, to hit me up and say, yo, I listened to that, I know what you're talking about, let's talk about it. And then let's make a plan. What can we do? I'm not claiming I know all the answers. I don't. 
I don't, but I need other brains. I need other minds in there. And it has to be people in the business. The fans have a million ideas. Listen, ideas come a dime a dozen. Everyone in the world has ideas. Everyone listening to this podcast has had ideas that you knew were great ideas because someone else came up with the idea. Oh, yeah, you know the hanger? You know that thing that you put your coat on and you hang it up in your closet? Yeah, you know, I came up with some, an idea of something like that years ago, and then all of a sudden they invented the hanger. You know what I'm saying? We get that shit all the time. I wrote a screenplay, uh, a sitcom called Six Feet Under before the show came out. Okay? The story was a little different. Different enough where if I put it out, um, I wouldn't get sued. But I had to change the title. So guess what? I, t- I named the title. I changed it to Pushing Daisies. Yeah. Next thing you know, another show came out called Pushing Daisies. So you see, ideas come a dime a dozen. We all have them. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for ideas. I'm looking for to 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 get involved with people that can really really do things where we can you know let's put the pride to the side and let, let's let's look at what we have while we still got energy man when we hit our 60s we're gonna be tired as hell man i'm 53 man i get tired too i already get tired you know picture if we wait till we're 60 63 we'll be fucking tired man you know all you artists all your producers, your writers, need to really, really just listen to what I'm saying, sit back and think about it. Just put your head in, in it for a second. Just listen to what I'm saying. Think about all the records you've put out before, and they went absolutely nowhere. They were beautiful records. No one's taking that from you, but they went nowhere. No one was interested in that shit. Only you and maybe a handful of fans. And even your, your, your fans weren't buying it. You know? You get 20,000 likes on a post, uh, but then when you go sell a record, you get fucking eight sales. Come on, man. Come on. That's got to tell you something. Anyway. It was just something I was talking, thinking about today, guys. I think about this every once in a while. Uh... If you know any artists that that might be, that this might apply be applied to, that, that you know, share this shit with them. Anyway, that's it for tonight, guys. I'm outside. It's a beautiful night. Nice and cool. The sky is finally clear again. Lots of stars. I appreciate you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for um, my TikToks, those hearts and those comments and those laughs. They mean a lot to me. Trust me, they do. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast every single night. Means a lot to me. I got more things I want to. I'm working on for you guys, and I, I I love doing this. It's 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 a great thing. I appreciate it. I can't wait to see you guys at the clubs, or the concerts, and we all get back to normal. Stay healthy, stay home, stay back, and until tomorrow. Good night, freestyle. I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.